tell you're all in the good books today, aren't you? Hello, Agency and Nigel. Hello. Alana, Matthew, Nigel, this is an exciting, exciting week for us. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> well, it's an exciting week but everyone's a little slow off the mark with yeah. the talky talk. No, It's the agency in a launch week. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, if we had better production values we would insert some cheering here, we would have some balloons flying out of your speakers, we would have a whole lot of interactive noises and things like that. Nigel's just shaking his head looking here saying, for God's no, I, no, I do have claps but I don't know which button it is no. so I could just go to crickets, <laughs> which let's, probably wouldn't be great. No, let's <laughs> can insert our own. We're doing air claps behind the scenes. And for those who haven't been following, shame on you, but this is the week that we launched our official podcast. So we're a few ahead here and eventually we'll catch up and the timeline will be the same because we want to make sure what's happening is live on the week that's happening. And Nigel's just looking at me going, what? We didn't decide that in a pre-production meeting. But that's exactly what we will be doing. You okay there, mate? Whatever you need, Tim. Excellent. Wow, you are agency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spending too much time with you two. Now, we launched this week, which was a really big deal for us and – Yes, we realise the significance of only being another podcast of the 950,000 globally and we're a blimp on the radar, but we are the first step forward, which is well done, team, wonderful. I couldn't be happier as the client. At least we're now live. Um, it's really good. Well done. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Congrats, team. Yeah. Oh, that's been great. a great um, effort by everyone, I think, particularly from the agency side because we are a typical client. <laughs> Uh, and it may have been a little bit messy on some of the things, um, but um, very well guided through the process, I believe. Oh, lovely. Would you like to get into the data fast? In a minute I would, but really? I'm, not, I'm not accepting that we're a typical client. We are a VIP, most special client, Nigel, and don't let the agency ever. Hang on, clients are like fabulous. We love yeah, our clients. Yeah, that's right. Don't, Nigel's we wouldn't giving treat you any differently yeah. to any of our no. other yeah, clients. That's right. <laughs> we have no VIPs because they're all special. We all feel like VIPs <laughs> when we But, no, I'm really excited this week and um, everyone just well done because getting to launch week is tough with any project. The fact of the matter is we're up and about, which is good and – as I said, Lana, maybe we should go straight into the data because I think that'll probably be something that we should talk about, not only quickly here but in depth for all those because we need to start looking this for the listeners in terms of, right, is that actually a good investment for you guys? Obviously, week one, day three is not the first time we're going to be able to evaluate <laughs> that. But how did we go? Uh, we went very, very well. What I'm just going to say though is that we actually won't talk in depth about data. We'll give you the data but because, as you say, we're four days in, a lot of it is just top line. We do need a little bit more time to go super in-depth, but there are some quick changes that we can make just from what the data is telling us. Bloody agency with their logic. <laughs> I know. So first and foremost, which I think is a huge congratulations, as of right now we have got 265 downloads well, on the podcast channel. Like The issue is we have no idea if that's any good at all from the client point of view, but... In three days, I mean, that can't be too bad. In three days, all organic. No advertising behind it, nothing. So that's a really strong start for a business that has not been public before with personas that are not public. And no networks. Correct. Mm. So um, just we, just off the back of that, yeah. um, Apple Podcast had 62% of your downloads. This was followed by Spotify on 15 and Apple iTunes on seven. Percentages you're Percentages, talking about? Percentages, yep. yeah. So percentage of all the downloads. So what that's telling us is that Apple Podcasts is definitely where your audience is sitting. Not to say that we're not on the other platforms, but it's giving us some insight to begin with of what we thought would be the case. It's just making sure that our initial hunches are correct. Great. So that's not really um, unexpected, is it, Matt, because of in terms of the devices and, and we don't have a – I don't believe we've got our Google – um, play registration yet or if we have we haven't launched on that as a we, we have an option for android but not in the google play store yeah so we, this is not unexpected in terms of we expect apple um itunes to dominate people yep. get most of their podcasts from there anyway so that's so far as expected yep, correct. yeah no absolutely based on just on pure percentage of people with devices yeah great absolutely. so yep sorry Lana, yep. Keep going. in addition to that and i don't know if this is going to be a shock but uh profit so the uh, selling roller coaster is your number one most downloaded 
and we haven't yet promoted that. Uh, yeah, the word sales, sales. in the title. Yep. Yeah. So looking at the importance of the tags that Matt's going to talk to you about, this idea of why topic uh, and headline is so important. Uh, the second one is partnerships, which yeah. shock once again yeah. and I think it's more about it's me really, than anyone else. I think it's about the, the great titling because the, when it comes up, it, no, it's actually like partnerships are horrible. Unless they're not. Well, but that's the title, isn't yeah, it? Correct. That partnership yeah. one. That's a great title. Who came up with that? I believe that would be you too. Oh. That would that would be yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, this is then followed again, probably not a shock. Leadership health. Can you be really be a leader if you don't have the healthy lifestyle? And so your podcast was hugely impactful on the community in terms of they that one had the most comments on it. It's a little bit weird. Um, Lana, I don't want to. I want to go through all the data in sort of these top line, but it's funnily enough that's a lot of the um, DMs that I've been getting and people. I didn't realize that, that that struck a chord, which I understand from health and fitness. And I don't want it, but that is a little piece of gold for us to talk about. Is a it's a it's a good topic to talk about, but also it seems to resonate with not only um, our target audience, which is obviously business owners, but I've been getting a lot of comments um, personally sent through. Uh, from people who are working in businesses and things like that, just the way that they're evaluating their role. So I, I was really, um, I think everyone should be quite proud of that because it was a, um, it, it, there is definitely a chord there. There's definitely um, people thinking about their lives when they're in leadership positions, and uh, yeah, that was that one been quite surprising for me. And so you're a performance agency, you're not a business agency, and that's why it is so different because you're looking after the individuals in the business. You say that if an individual performs, the business will perform, which is why anyone, if they don't have their own business, can actually connect into this. Yeah. And so that's what this data is telling us, that it's sales, it's partnership and it's a healthy lifestyle or whatever comes next. That's currently where the interest sits. And I think also just the um, talking about keywords and having those those titles is really important because we can see that the the top three with – Profit, partnership, and leadership was the, they were the very first words in the in the three best performing episodes. Right. So when people are scrolling through episodes, they're picking out those really important keywords that would resonate with them. So they're they're downloading or or finding more out finding out more about it. So it really shows that pulling out or featuring those those keywords that we really want to resonate with people need to come first. So, I mean, obviously, we, as Lana said at the very start of this, we're taking this with a bit of a grain of salt because we're only three days in, so we're not going to overanalyze no. um, where the traction is or, you know, until we've got some serious volume through, if we get some serious volume through. but When we get some serious volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Good. High five, team. <laughs> um, but that is interesting a little bit because we should talk about the most poorly performing ones but not necessarily to the – maybe not today because we haven't given them a chance yeah. to – um, survive, but there'd have to be a case that you know after a month or a month and a half, the poor performing ones maybe just get axed as a show. Uh, so what we'd actually look at doing is through the advertising. So we would boost each episode through the back end of social yep. media advertising with one amount. So it's called a campaign amount, which sits above the top. Yep. So your campaign is your objective: website clicks, downloads, or listens. We will set up every single episode within that campaign so that they are all created equal and Facebook will tell us who is getting you the best results, which episode, because they'll give that one more money. That's when you know that you can make a lot more decisions because everything's created equal and Facebook's algorithm is saying this episode can spend more money because it's getting you more listens or downloads. Yeah, and we and we do need to make sure that just because something's popular from a listen point of view, it might not be our target or our ultimate target audience. So we, it's like, I guess, with... Your, your ad funnels and things like that. Some of the most expensive funnels are actually getting your more ideal client coming through. So that's part of our, I guess, next month because we need yeah. to give it a little bit of time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And so I was just going to say that what's really interesting with um, looking at metrics for podcasts versus other media is just how we actually track it. So there's there's no, unlike uh, streaming platforms like YouTube or um, or parts of or, Facebook where we can see for example what the completed uh, download or completed view rates or completed listening rates for example as a metric we can't actually that that's not possible within podcasting it's a it's either downloaded or it's not 
so there's right. no there's no metric around metric around how fast through an episode does somebody get before they drop off, and that's that's just a limitation within podcasting. But what's important now is that we pull out metrics that are measurable to then feed back into what's popular or not. So whether it's we look at downloads or unique downloads, we look at the number of subscribers, um, and then we can look at things like the number of comments or the the quality of comments, so the the sentiment that's coming through those those comments to then start building a picture around what's working and what's not. And I might get Nigel to have a, uh, talk a little bit about that because you've been watching obviously very closely as well. Uh, it's a bit of a lie. I've been I've never click refresh so much. <laughs> I, <laughs> but but we really do want to make this um, a little bit um, community centric, where we're actually understanding the responses to people, what they're really interested in, and. And doing that, I think that's pretty important in terms of not only our analysis around data consumption, but our analysis around um, community feel and adding value, which is our highest priority. But Nigel, how did you see it in terms of you've been watching a few of the comments and things like that? How do you see it? Uh, I think it was a very uh, successful start, as you said, from a zero grounding and a natural, like none of us actually went out and was spruiking it and chasing people down. I mean, I shared it on my personal Facebook once uh, and because I don't want to be use my personal Facebook to kill everything. But and that's I, something liked, that I liked the comment, so that's what I did to contribute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think in sort of moving forward, we're in a unique position because we have a single channel but we have multiple podcasts on that one. So we have the ability in looking at the data and while we can't see how long they've listened to it, um, we've got week-to-week retention and then if we compare that and then if we put that up against the, a drop-off in the individual episodes because we know every Monday there's going to be a leadership, every Tuesday there's going to be a partnership. If we get 100 downloads on one Tuesday and the next one it's 50, we go, okay, let's have a look at the – maybe have a look at the naming convention of it. That's a really good point. I need to think about that in launching on the separate days. We should be able to get that data – that's good. Good thinking, Tay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. You're a, oh, you're a step ahead. Well done. <laughs> well done. Um, just some top line stats. Now, this doesn't require discussion as such. It's more some information. Uh, we can confirm that we have got 48 likes on Instagram, up from 34, and now 91. Oh, sorry, on Facebook, 91 likes on Instagram. What? So just. Just 41. Yeah, explain to me. On like Facebook. I'm simple. So yep. 41 people like your Facebook page. Great. 91 like your Instagram account. Great. From zero base. From zero base. <laughs> so, I mean, for those listening, people are probably going to hear that and go, why are you guys celebrating? And I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. And I think it's worth addressing because um, it, we're not silly. We're not sitting here and it's not like we've been involved with big companies and bigger accounts and things like that. But we have to actually understand this is the road of a thousand miles, so to speak, and we've just begun. And in terms of three days in, the effort, it's not now that we're worried about. It's more starting to see momentum, starting to get some baselines and then starting to be able to do it. So it's not – I mean the numbers mean nothing. I don't know if getting 250, 260, 270, whatever our our week's going to finish on, which hopefully, you know, at the tracking maybe something around 500, who knows, even if that's good for an organic – because we don't know and we – frankly, I don't know, but as a client point, I don't really care what I – care about is that we're now starting to get some data where we can make some decisions based on evidence not gut feel is that is that the way you guys are, are seeing it too well yeah we're here to build you a million followers yep. in the format this is and as matt said this is organic this is amazing for something that is operating in social media platforms where you need to pay to play you have not paid a cent and you've got 91 instagram followers it's huge for four, three days mm. oh that's but, good and also the, the the downloads themselves. So 265 downloads for we've done a little bit of promotion through our own networks, but it's essentially people going through and finding the the episodes organically. And that's but the the, the main thing is that we're benchmarking at this point because we're going from zero that we're benchmarking you from uh, against yourself because, <laughs> because there's there's uh, and that's uh, that's we can't really compare you to other to other clients or other in, because it's industry based it's brand based like d- depending on the level of brand awareness sure. for Flotimo Global itself the so there's a, there's a ton of factors that go into it so literally from nothing 3 days ago um we're not saying it's amazing but it's a really good it's 
it's moving in the right direction, yeah. which yeah. is the main thing. And we're not, not <laughs> saying it's amazing because, frankly, we just don't know. Yeah. So mm. it is what it is mm. basically mm. like that. Yeah, just looping back because I didn't really answer your question before of whether I thought it was good or bad. I think the thing that I can – I think it's a, been a great launch based on the comments and interactions that you've received. So we don't know anything else but I know the people that these comments that you've received and the positive and where these things – and people reaching out to you from – a past true. relationship, you go, well, hey, that is a good effort because if our goal is to connect with people, then we're connecting and we're bringing people back into the fold. Well, okay, let's then, Nigel, let's let's run down that road a little bit because I agree with you. I think in terms of the data, it means nothing. It's just nice to have some data. So right now, I we have no idea if for where we're at at zero, zero, zero at three days in, whether it's good or bad or amazing like we have no idea and as we said frankly no one cares however as a byproduct which is the um the the non-trackable data in terms of understanding or reach from a personal point of view to me it's been a little bit um outstanding is probably not the word not outstanding as in celebrate and trophy up in the air outstanding as in it really does connect in ways that you wouldn't naturally do it from reactivations of relationships, people being able to have discussions with you over different topics, people relating to some of their stories of things they've heard, people who have been referred. It, it, uh, that has got me – I understood it from a um, obviously a theoretical point of view and owning a social media. We understand that the virality of content and the way things work but when you're actually doing it yourself, you understand the secondary gains that – this type of energy and this type of content actually make it's the first time we've personally felt that and it's quite it's it's outstanding it is outstanding and i think it's just about starting like for it's really just getting something out there out there seeing kind of what sticks what resonates <laughs> um because it is all just theory until we get to this point yeah and that's what can be hard as an agency is you build a strategy but until you physically post that you don't know if the strategy is correct because your strategy is based on knowledge and research and everything that you can do. But what if your audience decides not to act like every other business audience? And that's why it's so unique to your mm. brand, which is for Philodomo, you have your own audience. That's what it comes down to. Um, just to keep going, some few a few interesting tidbits. The peak time of your social media audience is 11 p.m. and 2 a.m., <laughs> Maybe it's me listening to it <laughs> 40 times. Um, and your key days currently are Sunday and Thursday. Right. This, however, only has got a r average 1% discrepancy between all the other days. Something just to keep in mind. We'll keep tracking this over the next few weeks because if Sunday continues to be your key day, we might want to put something else up on a Sunday. That might be the day that we... Uh, double post the most successful podcast or the one that you want more information on. And seeing as though we launched on Monday, that yep. would be very interesting that we've got Sunday. And do you know why it is Sunday? Agency, I've got something to share with you. Our aggregator is American and only runs through American time. So it's actually our Monday. There so you go. Good for us to know. That was actually directly off Facebook. Oh, well, that's then that's even... Uh, doubly is interesting because I was looking at that going, wait a minute, how does that work because we launched here mm. and there was an American um, uh, just a timing lag. Yeah. So actually starting to see where America wakes up. Not that we've had a lot of views in America but we've had a few. Yep. It's, it's been quite interesting. Yeah, you've had eight from America. Yeah, which is not really 1% or less than that. That's really good. Yep. A uh, few other things to note and this is why you'll now understand why we say we're not really going to discuss this, it's just information. Uh, Link's shock horror had the most engagement on them. However, videos got the more clicks on links. Can you explain um, from our, our strategy what the difference between links and video are? Because a lot of people might not. Sure. So we, when we launch an episode, so when we say download now, it's a link post. So the link itself creates the content that people yep. can click on. Right. So it's not – usually that does drive more links. In this case it drove more engagements. And the videos, so from each download episode that we create, we then create two videos to promote it. That had the most clicks. So people were actually clicking 
on the links to do with the videos. Usually it's the other way around. Video has more engagement, click a link post has got more clicks. Why this is actually not relevant for us here is that the first launch post was a link post Mm -hmm. and both Tim and Nigel shared it out through their personal accounts so everyone was commenting on it. All of your friends were saying, this is so fabulous, it's your first. I'm afraid I um, don't think I shared it because I, <laughs> I deleted my accounts. and <laughs> there was no um, So that's why we'll wait for next week just to come back to you with the content right. because the launch post will always be an anomaly. Yeah. And so what we will expect to see is that a link post gives you more clicks and a video post will give you more engagement because that's the general rule of how social media works. So we'll be able to report back more on that one. Wonderful. Um, just very, very briefly when we have a look at the website because obviously part of the social is tracking what happens on the website. Um, it's not a shock. Social media has only driven one click to the Philodemo Global website. So not the podcast. In, in this week. In this week yep. because the social media is driving a podcast. Yep. We're not sending people. However, we have had a total of 48 uh, organic or direct searches for Google, uh, for Philodemo Global. So what's right. happening is that people are listening to your podcast and searching. So this is what we mean by this idea of yep. where's all this traffic coming from, what is happening. So over the next few weeks, Matt and I will look at the days when your traffic spikes. Does it spike when it's a sales podcast? That's when people want to know about the consultancy. Sure. So this is how we can start to bring the acquisition into yep. the podcast. Um, and then just finally, I'm just having a look at my notes here. Uh, your most popular pages on your website were about us, services and events. Great. Excellent. Yeah. Well, for three days. Not <laughs> bad. Can't ask, for, <laughs> can't ask for more um, and don't even know what that means anyway. So that's well done, team. Yeah. Very so good. a few recommendations from the agency. So what happens now is we've had a look at our first week and we say, well, what's working, what's not working, how do we optimise this quickly? Because we don't want to sit down and just let it run without doing some changes. Yep. The first thing we want to recommend is that Instagram stories, we don't actually promote the podcast in them. Right. So we use the stories as behind the scenes to show what's happening in Philodemo. Okay. Because people who are interacting with your stories are also interacting with the feed, so it's doubling up on the same content. Right, right. so we don't want to annoy um, we don't want people to annoy. that are interested. Once we hit, uh, I believe it's 10,000, we yep. can add in the swipe up to hear the podcast until we hit that number, there is no swipe up. Sorry, do you mean 10,000 followers? Correct, yes. Great. Okay, great. So that's our first recommendation is that we just pull back the stories of the um, podcast bits. Uh, IGTV will still be fine if that's where we want to go, but in terms of the story, it's not giving you what you want. Okay. And can I ask, because I know there's a couple of things going on here. Are you talking about the Philodemo account? Are you talking about private accounts that are both like Tim's private Instagram account as well. So this is for Philodemo Global. Well, yep, so done. when Tim gets his up and running, we'll have a look at that as its own entity and we'll give him some content to post and then we'll have a look at what happens for his personal. Yeah, sweet. I'm ashamed to say it is up and running. It's But <laughs> running would be the wrong uh, word to use. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's tripped on the start line <laughs> and I'm going to need some content producers. Don't worry, we got you back. <laughs> we got you back. Good, good, um, good. Two more recommendations. I'm going to jump over one because I know that's going to lead to a bigger discussion. Uh, we're going to have a look at the content and, Tim, this is where we're going to bring you in to the process. Right now the copywriting is simply promoting the podcast and so we don't actually want your Instagram account to be all about here's the content you need to listen to. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that the Philodemo Global Instagram account is giving the education and the information. So what we're going to do is sit with you and get you to actually write the longer copy for what this podcast means. On the um, Philodemo Pages or my Correct. personal? On the Philodemo pages. We're just talking about Philodemo Global here. Okay, yep. good. We'll come to you next. Yeah, it's another bag of And cats. so yep. we don't want to be saying here's a soundbite from the podcast and the copy to be reflective of what the soundbite says. People right. can listen to the soundbite to get that. What we really want to do from what we're finding um, with some of the data is if we can give more value in terms of you educating the audience while listening to the soundbite so if for example you're talking about exercise and why it's so important for your mental health you might do a mini 
deep dive into deep dive into it that topic, not just making people we're not treating them like idiots because exactly. they can just listen to the they same can part. listen to it. Right. So let's not well, that makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and so yeah. we understand. You know, we got this up and it's fabulous, but we don't want your Instagram just to be promoting a content portal. Yeah, it is about giving more. So that's something that we'll uh, you and I, Tim and I, will work on this week right. into next week. Okay. Well, um, to me, that sounds like a good strategy change because if we put our filter over the top of first and foremost, this needs to add value to people and give access publicly to what we believe is some value we can add around our experiences. Right. So when we look at that piece of content, just to more reframe it for everyone else, that doesn't really fit that filter because we're looking at the people and saying, in case you're stupid enough not to hear this soundbite, here we'll write about the soundbite <laughs> that you should just listen to, which essentially we don't want to treat our audience like idiots. Let's Absolutely. just add another layer of value instead and hopefully between the soundbite and the the snippet of information, they'll get something. And so by them I reading like it. it, they get inspired, they get excited, they want to listen to more. Great. But more importantly, you're respecting your audience. Great. Sorry for disrespecting them this week <laughs> on an experiment, <laughs> but we will continue to improve. Okay, and the final topic, advertising. Sounds expensive. Yep. <laughs> so what we're going to look at doing first is simply website clicks. We're not and we don't believe it should have the call to action uh, subscribe. Yep. Based on my favourite quote, you have to earn a follow. <laughs> that was one of the clients who said, I've downloaded every episode but I have not yet followed. Yeah. He's making sure. Yeah, we've got to earn it. you got to earn it. And I think that, again, being <laughs> respectful to the audience. I love it. If our content is quality enough, they'll keep coming back and they will absolutely subscribe. Zero charity being given here. Nah, nothing. Actually, I love it. I, I love it. It's the way it should be. Yeah. And so what we would like to do is start with a nominal budget. doesn't have to be earth shattering, but so that next week we will have this week's downloads and next week's downloads that we can put it towards and the same amount will then also incorporate the third week. Okay. So 15 pieces of content. Right. So let's, let's just – take a step back and Matt maybe I'll um, I'll bring you into this conversation as well. Nominal budget. Red flags when your agency says nominal budget. <laughs> so how do we educate or how do we help people who are listening here that might have – let's just start with smaller businesses or they're probably listening to this because A, there's a few reasons. One, they're another digital agency trying to look behind the scenes and have a laugh and use this as an experiment. <laughs> Two, people who own businesses that don't trust their agency at the moment want to know what's going on at a high-performing agency or people with smaller businesses that are putting their toes in the water, so to speak, to start with. What, what should we do as an experiment just over the next seven days or whatever it is or when should we start our advertising? Should we start it on Monday um, a fresh week so we get a, a week without any advertising, just organic and then obviously we're going to need to ramp up the advertising at times but I don't know if it's smart to throw 10 grand at it now. I think we should do this no. like – no, but we should do this like we were a um, – uh, we didn't have the experiences we've had of owning an agency and you guys being there. I want to show stepping it out and, and the difference putting money in different areas or at different times or breaking up a smaller budget and then we can ramp it up. So what, what is a nominal – what are we talking here? Well, I mean I think the, the main thing is, is that we – we wait until we've got something to say uh, to, <laughs> to really start to, to ramp up the investment. Yep. So I think now, I mean, Lani, you might have a different view on the sort of what a nominal amount actually means in terms of testing. I've certainly got a different um, and, view on what a nominal channel. amount means. It, because it, it depends on the on the channel that we're, we're using. I mean, we're talking primarily social media at the moment and, and social can be a really good cost-effective way. So, I mean, it might be if you've got, for argument's sake, seven podcasts that – we're wanting to promote it might be a couple of hundred dollars over for a week um to to start with each podcast across the the total so as Lana oh. was saying around the around setting up a campaign and then running each of the the episodes as a as a um, as an ad set underneath that campaign we can then start to see how it's performing and the the great thing is with the digital marketing is that you can you can start with a couple of hundred dollars and if it's going really well you can just top it up yeah so <laughs> if, my th if it's not you can dial it back my okay. thinking was for four weeks of content five hundred dollars right 125 dollars a week sure 
<laughs> no, I'm just. Oh, it, no, it, it doesn't yeah. break down that way. So we're okay. saying we well, put a lifetime on it, and we say for this lifetime we want to spend five hundred dollars, and we have all of the episodes lined up, and they tell us what what's working, what's not working, but more importantly, we can tell you, this is what advertising will do to you, to your brand. Give us the ten thousand. And it it sets the it allows us to benchmark. To, or set some benchmarks so that we can forecast if you were to go for the 10,000 over time and obviously it depends on everyone's different in terms of what your business can afford and you start with what you can afford and then if it's if it's driving sales then you can afford more <laughs> if it's not then you, you you dial back but it allows us to then forecast the advertising spend for you because we obviously want that ROI so we once we know what a, what's a cost per click what's a when we set up sure. the conversion what's a cost per conversion we can forecast everything out for a thousand or five hundred a thousand fifteen hundred five thousand ten thousand and what that return on investment might actually look like based on those those initial um, figures so that all makes sense to me what is a conversion in this case and so this is now the process that when yeah. we know what our budget is we come back to you and say, here is what we recommend and here is what our KPIs are. But knowing what we've got now in terms of the podcast, are we talking now let's put $500 towards seeing if we can um, boost the number of downloads? Is that what we're talking about yes. at the moment? We're trying to see whether we can access some… Um, Bigger networks to listen. Yeah, yeah, and if we get in that. So we're hoping that by having some half-decent content if we can then push it out into some bigger networks, hopefully we'll get a few people that enjoy it, they'll stay on as listeners. But do you think, and this is the question, I want to play devil's advocate because we're going to do it, but do you feel that we have enough organic learning because we've just put out week one where um, I would say we were at our worst because we're all doing this for the first time in terms of podcasts. Is this something you go week two? We're going to do it anyway obviously because we're, we need to uh, have things to talk about. Um, but is this something that we should normally leave a month and, and see what the first four is? this like, no, you got to run this experiment, buddy. Okay. This is how you run performance in digital marketing. So you definitely need to run organic and paid media in parallel. So, yep. so what we've been speaking about over the last few weeks around key, uh, selecting the right keywords, um, selecting the right hub platform or website platform to, to – to broaden out the the Flodomo global ecosystem or this content kind of hub, yep. um, we might change that terminology, but well, let's call it a hub for the moment. Um, <laughs> they're, they're parallel processes, so organic or SEO is absolutely a program in its in its on its own, yep. and and so is is media. So they they run in parallel. We can we can get learnings from both uh, both activities, but they're essentially um, we'd be focused on your organic business and focused on your your media your paid media business great <laughs> i don't know but just um for me regardless um i want to i guess the objective is twofold here i want to promote the podcast i want to see how um how we can get out to the right people and see if there it resonates with them because i think that's money well spent and for those listening you know five hundred dollars might be a lot for people listening but i think if we start there and say listen let's just make it 500 bucks because that's an attainable amount for most even smaller businesses and for those who don't have 500 bucks well just take off a day a week of eating whatever so <laughs> we're to find 500 bucks right but everyone can hustle around and find 500 dollars in some way to i think that's probably an interesting thing and was that 500 bucks a week did you say or was that 500 yeah, for the that's month? 500 dollars for the month to test okay great so that yeah. seems like a reasonable it's 125 dollars a week give or take because as Lana said that doesn't work like that it's just a budget for the month yeah and on this we're not going to boost the video content we're yeah. boosting the download now content so the the um podcast available now here's the episode go and listen because right. that's our focus so we can compare that to the organic which is what Matt's talking about which is the three other posts we have around each podcast yep. to say this is what happens that's how it works together and we're not wasting your money by going against what we're here for, which is, for this case, downloads. Great. So, and for those listening, as I said, who have a business, they, if $500 is a lot, you just got to think about the byproduct of not spending $500 here. And we're just talking about, you know, 125 bucks a week, as we said, just trying to break it down. The byproduct of not spending it is we're actually spending a hell of a lot of more in time. 
So Nigel's spending a lot of the time doing all this. If we get this information in the next month, we can probably adjust our strategy pretty quickly. Whereas if we left it six months, Nigel's time, my time, the guy's time here, it's an opportunity cost for sitting here having a nice chat. We've got four people in this room having an hour chat. That's four hours of usable time in a business. Both the businesses, lucky enough, the guys have been kind enough to give so much time to us to do this. But I just want people to understand that if you're going to go down this um, route, you actually need to invest real money into it, not just time because without that we're just going to be um, – there's all this great data to be gathered and we're just going to sit here and guess, which is stupid. It's not performance. It's You, you want to separate yourself or give you at least yourself the chance to be most successful in this area. So I'm, I'm a little bit excited about the advertising um, part of it. It's really great. So but tick, it, yep. And it's just really important that – and advertising will work – for most people as long as they're very aware and strategic around how they actually spend that money. So every, you can you can blow 500 bucks very easily and not get any results. Well, so we, I think we might see that. So <laughs> but but what I'm saying is that it's very easy to it is very easy to spend that $500 for anybody to go out and spend the $500 on on advertising, but they won't necessarily get the results that they expect. So I think it's really important to to have a very clear idea on what why you're spending the, the money on advertising, how you're spending it, what channels you're spending it through, what objectives you actually have for spending that money and then making sure that you're actually tracking progress. So, for example, over the next couple of weeks, downloads will absolutely – and subscribers will be the priority because we don't have any other platforms or within the Philodomo ecosystem sure. to keep people interested. But by having downloads and subscribers, particularly subscribers – you're essentially buying permission to continue a relationship with somebody and that's and then we weave them into the next part of the process which is the Philodomo Business Hub and we introduce them to more content and things like that. So it really has to be part of a, a, a constant forward-looking process. So what you really – what I got from that is it's never going to be cheaper than 500 bucks a month from here on for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's fine. I'm I'm good with that. If, like, let's 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 call it how it is. Like, the reality is that the budget now for this is 500 bucks a month, and it will only ever get more because if we're not learning, we're either stopping this whole thing or we need to ramp it up because we're seeing opportunity, which is fine. But isn't that sort of the ideal client? What they should be thinking. This is not a you do it a bit, then don't do it. You don't do it a bit. You, this is now the cost of. Running a digital marketing, you got to ramp depend, up. Yeah, and it depends on the the business and the the, the brand awareness and presence of of who who's putting that to market, or putting the product to market. Because some some brands are very reliant on organic because they've got a brand name, an established brand name, and people are looking for them anyway. Sure. And you can leverage that. Whereas others that don't have that presence, yes, have to invest in the, their brand and getting the the brand awareness and trust in market, and then promoting. A product in parallel so there's a there's a, a, a two a, a two stream process in play okay well i'm comfortable with that so let's tick that off you can now it's recorded so we don't even have to sign contracts so let's start with that um I, i'm comfortable with that so just so i layman's terms for me so we've got the advertising and we're just going to this is now an experimental month we're going to use some budget in order to see if we can access and get some more downloads and subscribers for our podcast but what we're going to get at the end of this month is information of what might work, what might not work. So as the client, I shouldn't really expect anything. We need to actually throw some burly out there and just see what comes back. So this is a test period. What you should expect is knowledge. Great. Yeah. So sorry, we're, we're buying real real knowledge. Real data. So another way to look at it is we can get you out to the network that you've got. Yep. But if you want to go beyond that, it's Facebook's business model, Facebook and Instagram together. I will sure. get you to a like-minded audience who is going to care about what you do. Right. And that's what you pay for. Great. So that should be my expectation as a client. I shouldn't be coming in here and going, hey, no one's bought anything. Frankly, there's nothing to buy. So <laughs> obviously I'd be a complete lunatic to come in and say, why hasn't anyone bought where we literally don't have anything to sell? Um, I'm very comfortable with that. And predominantly around are we talking about Facebook and Instagram to start with? Yes. Is that where we're going to yep. get our first data? Because yep. we don't have a database to leverage, by the way. Yeah. Or, or a website, yeah. <laughs> Which is a really good segue. Oh, wait a minute. We've got a, we- <laughs> we've got a website, Matt, but 
for for the podcast for the for for the 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 content ecosystem that we're creating that is correct (laughs) and and the reason i say we don't have that to leverage yet is because uh, visitors of that website will be or either the the floodmo global website or the content website uh, really important going forward because uh, they're they will be the the core of sort of who we target in advertising or sure. the audiences that we develop for advertising in future. Well, let's let's jump into that because I think it's pretty important that we start talking about our um, end point at the moment for um, our listeners and, and where we can actually provide some more value because we obviously want to build this content hub or whatever form it's going to take. Just before we jump onto that for my understanding because we've got a business website at the moment that's basically just an information page like close most businesses and we've got a Facebook page that's up and running now and Instagram page, Twitter handle. I think we've got a YouTube channel that's not – is it public at the moment, Nigel? Uh, it's, we've only got unlisted content on it. At Great. The so it's public but it's a blank page. So yep. we, these are the assets where we're really talking about. I don't think we have a TikTok account yet, <laughs> um, which is a real shame, guys, a real shame. Um, <laughs> but people who are listening now – they may be tempted to go and look at our current website and current social media handles. Is is this something that should be separated from the core business, i.e. Um, we've got a podcast page where there's a community there or a Facebook group or things like that or at the moment should these listeners be going to our Facebook page and that's, you know, centralising that. Have you got a position on that? So I think the, the early discussions that we had around how we manage content versus the the Philodomo Global as a consultancy. I think we we were looking at it from the perspective of let's create content and and a hub for anybody and everybody to go on and get some form of education or or content that is relevant to them about business or performance or leadership in an environment where they're not feeling like they're being sold something. So it's it's more around having that that kind of just free, free to anybody um, content versus going to Flotimo Global where it's a cons- it's clearly a it's a business, it's a consultancy, and they probably feel like they're going to get sold something if they download a piece of content. Yeah. So it's really important to to have that um, free to everyone platform, but then there's sales opportunities along the way that we can we weave okay. into into the content platform. In saying that, though, what we need to do next is how do we then make sure we reference Flotimo Global Consultancy into the hub. So we need to do an assessment on on the Flotimo Global website and whether there's touch points on that website to then send people across to the content hub. So that's that's a piece of work that needs to happen. So for my understanding, because I want to make sure – sorry, I want to speak into the mic. That generally works better. We're creating now a content platform, whatever form it's going to take, a hub, a repository, whatever it is, but it's going to be a separate – um, separate website that's going to house all of our content and we're going to invest heavily time, money, energy, advertising to give this all away for free because best practice is provide as much value as you can to your audience and then at some time if they're, beca- if they're our right audience for um, our consultancy or they're the right um, audience for our online learning hub, then that trust that we've built up by the investment we're making before we have anything to sell is the most um, intelligent way of providing value in this day and age across social media. Is that fair? Exactly. Great. It's, it's, so, a, it's a way of building trust and credibility for Flotimo Global. So think of it as HBR as a as a platform. So it's just hbr.com I yep. think it is. Is and by the way, we're not sponsored by anyone, but I <laughs> no. will take anything. <laughs> but but that's <laughs> the content. That's the content hub for Harvard University. Yeah. So those that consume or can't afford to go to Harvard get an education through HBR. But then over though, but it's it's a way of building trust and credibility. It's an extension of building trust and trust and credibility for the for the university. And over time, people go. And then it's an extension for online courses for sure. downloadable content. And it's, it's a way of transferring trust and credibility across the university. Great. And I've got no problem with that because that's also our Philodomo, which um, if you don't know the meaning of it, Google it. But that's exactly what we're trying to do. How do we create that massive amount of value for our niche or the type of people we want to talk to? And obviously we've got our themes around 
um, SMEs, we've got our themes around investment, we've got our themes around private equity, we've got our themes around consulting and performance and personal performance. So to me, it sounds sound. The only the only part of that that's very dangerous is we're spending a crap load of money to provide or build this before we know whether we're going to get traction, which is also the really exciting bit. So we're actually putting our money where our mouth is. Yeah, but I think the the other opportunity is it is still possible to monetize the content platform itself. So yes, we're, over time we're building that that user base to come to to Philodomo Global for consultancy, but then we're also building a platform where we can have sponsorships, uh, emails, digital advertising, uh, like banner advertising. Because if we get enough volume, there's a there's a there's a core value there anyway. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I've got no issue with any of this. I want to just explain it in terms of a best practice because we've all agreed off air um, over the sort of few months that we've been working out what we're going to build together that the best the best practice is give people high value and then work out whether there's any way of monetizing it from there. And we know that there's traditional ways of doing that. We're not just guessing around it. But at the end of the day to do this in what we would consider best practice is build something of high value and just keep giving it to your community. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Great. So where are we at? So with the hub map, what have we got? You had a few questions I believe you wanted to check in with Tim. So, yeah, I mean really the, it's around sort of next steps and, and when we go live with it for the next – You've got a date. Tomorrow. Today. You've Do got it a tomorrow. date. Just tomorrow. Whatever it is, tomorrow. Or so, so really the, the, the next steps for us now – We've and I've, I know everyone's sick of me talking about keywords, but they're really important. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. So, so the I think what a lot of people underestimate is the the domain that they actually choose or the. So if you're www.philodomoglobal.com or whatever your business is, it's it's easy to underestimate the power of of that domain. So I think it's really important when you're thinking about developing a platform or a website that that's part of what you're actually thinking about. So that's the process that we're going through at the moment. What do we, what domain do we actually purchase, and then what's our our URL strategy? And that's a whole other conversation that we can have at some other point. Um, <laughs> never in my life thought I'd be involved in a conversation that uses the term URL strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to twenty twenty. <laughs> uh, and then and then we're we're about seventy percent way through the build of the the hub itself. So cheapest the seventy percent. Uh, yeah. Yep. Jeez, math. So we um so what's been great is now that the podcasts are actually live through Podbean, we can embed those those podcasts into the platform, and and really start to to build the content out around them. So the the sitemap and the structure is done. We've embedded the the podcasts that are live so far. Really, where we're at now is it's about the copywriting that goes around that and the the additional content that we need to build around that, and this will be a this is the baseline. We'll go live with the baseline website that we then build up over time. So Great. I don't think we're there's no expectation that we have a, a, a polished, finished website with tons of amazing content when we first start. It's a we go live with what we've got from a podcast point of view, and then as we get images, videos, more podcasts, interviews, whatever, that's when we start to build out the content. There's something in that, Matt, we should probably tell um, the listeners is when you're working with a traditional agency, you probably won't have that luxury because here we're, we're in a relationship that's going to be ongoing. Most agencies that businesses go with, they pay them to do a job so they want to get the website up and running and finished and completed so they can put their final invoice in and then start charging a servicing fee. What we're talking about now is, and I'm more than happy with getting something that's 70, 80% right and keep evolving over time. So this is pretty important when you're setting your relationship with your agency. If you're seeing this as a long-term relationship, you can actually start to be more aggressive knowing that the work's going to span over the next six months, but that's okay because we're going to be in this relationship for a, a longer period of time. But if you're if you're someone who's looking for a transactional relationship, you need to actually factor that in with... Um, moving at the speed you need to to learn and do all this stuff, you're actually going to then need to work out how are you going to adjust the website or have a deal with your agency to come back and say, hey, we're going to do get it up to 70% but I want to then allocate a budget for six months' time where we're going to come back with a number of refinements. I think it's really important because we're a bit unique here. Um, this is a long-term relationship but most people don't have that because they want a website build, give it to me in 12 weeks and then it's over. Yeah. Which 
it's not really it doesn't really work, does it? No, and there's a lot of moving parts too. Once they once you get a website, the, in terms of who's the the webmaster, who's actually uploading the content, who's then doing the the SEO to make sure that that yeah. organically goes somewhere, who does the advertising, the email marketing, who builds the emails, who segments the database. There's all of these additional bits oh, and pieces. This is going to be a long podcast series. <laughs> you actually then come do things so, behind the scenes. Okay, yeah. so it's it's. A, it's a you don't just have a baby it's a and it's done. You have a baby and you raise it. So you kind of it's kind of like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything you wanted from Tim and Nigel while while we've got them recorded? <laughs> Damn it. No, not really. So the the main thing is that we have a, a decision on the domain over the next couple of days. So that's we've started moving on that. And then uh, and then it's really just with us to to do the final run through of the content do a bit of copywriting so next week is mostly going to be about copywriting uh and then we're hopefully going live on the the first week of uh, march uh, really we should be in a position to go live i love it how matt doesn't wow. commit to the date because he knows what he's doing i always with say you. week commencing so um, <laughs> our discussion was well, the monday no monday's a really bad day to yeah they're always yeah. a bad day to go live. mondays and fridays by the way anyone listening don't go live with a campaign on Monday or Friday. Yeah. Let me um let me now put my client hat on and maybe Tim hat on. Tell me my stop loss. When's the last day that you're going to set that it's definitely going to be up by then? That's the worst case scenario. So the so we're aiming for the Wednesday, whatever yep. the, whatever the so date is on the Wednesday. That's our stop loss. That that is the time that you can guarantee me that it'll be up on that Wednesday. Well, what fun because we record. We can record on a Wednesday, can't we? Or we the could, Thursday. We could, we could push the button live. Ooh. Is it an actual button or do you just read it? Like, <laughs> no, it's anticlimactic. That's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible footage. Um, but is that okay? I mean, is that our goal then to hit that Wednesday of that week, week Absolutely. starting March? Yep. Okay. Yep. Great. What could allow us or what would allow us to miss that? What can I do to muck that date up for you guys? The URL. <laughs> <laughs> the URL, yeah. Okay. So making sure that we have the, the URL. By when? <laughs> oh, we'd need it end of this week. End of this week. Yeah. I.e. tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks so much, Agency, for all that time. No, that's that's fine. And to be fair, I shouldn't throw Matt under the bus. He's been telling me for three weeks that um, he needs this URL and I'm – currently in a bidding war to buy a url that we need so i don't know if that's going to be successful but hopefully we know by tonight um if not we will have a uh, a different url tomorrow and we can get going but that's fine with me yep i'll commit to that no problem the main thing is consistency we, we might not launch with the perfect url but it's around the strategy that goes with it it's another url strategy <laughs> <laughs> but i think we're all looking working. at niger right now <laughs> <laughs> giggle but that's been working for us. Let's just launch. Let's fix it up. Um, I think our audience will be very forgiving. And if they're not forgiving, then we'll add a payment gateway and you can all pay for it. So basically. I've seen the site at 70%. They won't forgive no. anything. It's actually fabulous. I know. No. It's wonderful. I know Matt's 70s generally. Everyone else is 120. So Pretty much. that's why I get excited over 70. Excellent agency. Is there anything else um, we need to talk about this week? Because we've got rubber hits the road from a content point of view we should just touch on. So we've got our next, obviously, iteration of podcast coming up, which will be supported in two weeks by advertising. Then we've got video content starting to be produced behind the scenes. As you know, I've got a new Instagram account that is um, going to need some work. But is there anything else from a content point of view, Nigel, that we need to speak to these guys about? Uh, from my end, the focus has been on the social launch for the podcast. Now that um, I have brain capacity for the hub, we're, we're pretty well sorted for audio. But is there anything from a video production point of view that I need to know to get ready for that launch in 10 days? <laughs> or Do we days? need to get a drone? <laughs> if you want a drone, we can get a drone. I, I really feel it would add a lot to our content if we had a drone. So essentially if you shoot video as you would because it'll be hosted on YouTube. So there's no specific requirements or specs for, for the hub from a video point. Yeah, uh, but where our focus has been for our client-facing portal at the moment for video production. So what you're telling me is that we need to switch focus very quickly over to uh, public-facing content production. Yes. 
Yes. Beautiful. And if I had, to, if you had to go, I'd be comfortable with a number of videos that were on there to make it feel like it wasn't just, hey, we showed a video <laughs> um, to say we had. What would be? I reckon that question should be to me, Nigel. <laughs> so there's, as I was saying, around around the the, the site is evolving. We could we can launch the site with the podcast. Is the is a realistic answer? Yeah, and, and we can build. We but, all know that. But so yeah. very important to know here, Matt has actually built the website specifically to allow for growth. Yeah. So he can turn off what people will see of video, so it does not exist, or he can turn it on and scale it based on what you've got. That's why he's being very kind about so that you, comment. But from a from a look and feel point of view, one video probably doesn't look quite right. Yeah. Maybe three plus would would look much right. better. Five. Awesome, 10. <laughs> Great. I said the exact same thing. I held up 10 fingers and we're on the same page. So, um, Nigel. Timothy. Is that reasonable? Um, reasonable isn't part of the discussion. <laughs> no, but it has to be. And, I, and as much as I know that you could do anything, but we have to be reasonable because a lot of people listening is this is a – most people wouldn't be getting out five podcasts, right? Now, whether they're successful or not is irrelevant, but in terms of the content, there's a hell of a lot of commitment going in. There's 100 hours a week of time going in, 40 from you. Um, I've done 15 hours of it. I've probably listened to another 15 hours of it. These guys are coming in. There's a lot of investment there. Video is much more difficult to produce, I think, from the at the quality that you want to produce it at. Are you sure you want to commit to the ten? Well, I think there's. Uh, I think as we discussed in one of our other podcasts, possibly the leadership one. Yep. Uh, download now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are points in every business where, if you are the owner or someone that's a leader within the business, that you have to do unreasonable things. If somebody's going to come to our site. Um, then I don't want them to walk away going, ah, because we'll only get one shot of drawing that attention in. So if it means a stretch at this point, then I think that we, as part of the philodomo of what we do, um, then, yeah, I, I, I'm not happy to. No, I am happy to. Ten videos. Whatever right. it takes to get people, to give value when people get there. Not that that was a setup, but for those listening, hashtag thank you, Nigel, because that's the level of commitment <laughs> we need right now is this is a contribution and it's beyond just investment and getting you know 10 different video editors in here we're trying to produce something of high value so if you um if you are someone who believes in karma and that sort of stuff when you get a like or a subscribe or a comment or a you know a direct message to nigel or the team like that these guys are wanting to contribute I, I get that we're a commercial entity and we're trying to do this you know it's giving us a little bit of publicity and stuff like that but I love hearing that because that is absolutely the right result and that's why we will win um, what we're doing. But I just want you to, as a community member, if you want to, feel free to hit up and thank the guys there because they do want to contribute and this is more than just there is no monetary value for us in doing this at the moment. But the time commitment is wanting to give something of high quality. So feedback, even um, negative or positive, is really helpful for us. So Nigel, great. Um, agency, we've committed to ten, and as you know, we don't miss. Um, I didn't. Th- I think at the start, you didn't think we'd be able to do the podcasts as the five a week, but never had it down. Never. Ah, <laughs> love it. All right, we're all on board. So, Nigel, brilliant. We'll start next week. So, is that next week? We've got the ten to the guys, or you need the week after. It's going to push close to the line um, to get the. And I would say, put the caveat around it, in that the quality, as with the podcast, the first set of videos. And the first set of content, while the content itself will be quality, they'll only get better do you, from there. Do you need a drone? Always need a drone. No, no, like do I need to get a drone? Like, <laughs> I just need someone to give me an excuse to get a drone. I know there's a drone in our future. It's just how quickly it gets here. <laughs> um, all right, brilliant. So, Matt, are you comfortable with yeah, that in terms great. of that? So I'll, I'll essentially build the pages with holding frames for the videos so they're, you could get them the day before launch if you really needed to. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. a late night. I'll order the pizzas. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Gives me an excuse to eat carbs and, and then go to the gym. And then go to the gym. Yeah. Go yeah. <laughs> okay. Lana, are you okay in terms of the stuff we need to deliver on where we're at? Absolutely. I just need my $500 and I am good to go. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, there's nothing funny I can say. Um, great. To me, that feels uh, right. So team, thank you again. I just want to, again, just make sure that 
I think it's um, a big step anytime you get to the start of something and regardless of whether it was good, bad, indifferent or whatever it was this week, we began. Most people don't even get to that point so you should all be very proud of yourselves. I certainly am proud of you Um, and even just the 266 people that have downloaded it helped and the great comments and stuff, that feels really nice that some people got a lot out of that and actually started some behaviour changes. So thank you very much and um, I hope you also feel good with the contributions you're making to everyone. But in terms of the next couple of weeks, that Wednesday in the first week of March, Nigel starting off with his video production. Oh, God, just I realise that I'm part of those video productions. It's, you just committed me to A few late nights for everyone. But um, thank you, team. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you for all the peripheral work you're doing around also to help the community um, that we're creating and the little bits and pieces that we need to fill gaps in as they appear. But great work, team. Looking forward to next week. Awesome. Thank you. See you. Thank you.